Hello and welcome to Engagement Express, the podcast series for HR engagement and internal communication professionals designed to give you tips and ideas on how to increase engagement in your organization. My name's Katie Siche and I'm a global internal communications and collaboration consultant who's worked for over 20 years in multinational organizations supporting engagement and internal communication strategies. Join me every two weeks to hear more about the things you should be reviewing and doing regularly to increase engagement. Now for episode 45, I'll be looking at hierarchies and the effects they can have on engagement. So when we talk about hierarchies, when I say that I'm referring to strong hierarchies or firm hierarchies where their hierarchical structure is really important to do business. So many organisations still rely heavily on hierarchies to run their day-to-day operations. Some are more flat or steep than others. But when we explore Handy's organisational types, no matter how flat the structure, there is still a hierarchy present. We know that culture eats most things for breakfast, lunch and dinner. So no matter what hierarchy is present, the culture will be the biggest influencer of how employees interact with each other. What happens when you have a strong hierarchical approach that veers more into the command and control zone? That's less about hierarchy and more about behaviours. A place where employees don't feel empowered or enabled to come up with new ideas, share them freely and openly and feel comfortable doing so will always negatively impact engagement and contribute to feelings of powerlessness. Thinking more about the stifling of ideas and creativity stems from a need to control the way things are done, the work that's carried out, and who carries it out. If this power presence, this is sometimes accompanied by a desire to maintain it, and those same people will often strive to maintain the status quo because they believe it serves them well, helps them to continue being powerful and to sustain control over people and projects. Limiting ideas and innovation will frequently be accompanied by a desire to control the narrative and carefully orchestrate phrases and certain instructions. So what, you may say, this is the very definition of brand and brand voice. But what if that voice ain't working? What if there's a better way to say things, better phrases or just new ideas, throwing them into the mix based on audience feedback? The argument about being on brand can sometimes be its own worst enemy, ignoring all obvious improvements, no matter how straightforward, the very definition of insanity. Engagement depends on people having a voice and a way to make that voice heard through an outlet or communication channel of some kind. While strong hierarchies are sometimes crucial in some industries, the effect of this can be eroding. The issue is that strong hierarchies are often accompanied by bad behaviours that are supported by the firm hierarchical structure. If a manager speaks to their direct reports in an unusually harsh way, this is sometimes considered normal or business as usual. Everyone knows it's wrong, but people are too scared to say. This fear comes from an anticipation of bad outcomes for the individual who complains about the poor behaviour. We have all seen what happens to whistleblowers, no matter how virtuous the intention. What at first is addressed with sympathy and understanding soon transitions to resentment, 
reprisals, and finally rejection. This trajectory is common and is facilitated by the very hierarchy that causes it. Structures support hierarchy, which in turn supports the bad behaviours, which in turn creates a protective framework for the perpetrators. Poor conditions for engagement indeed. So what are the solutions or interventions that might mitigate such problematic behaviours? Again, it comes down to culture and monitoring this to identify or even anticipate issues. These manifestations don't ever occur in isolation. It's very unlikely to be a case of a couple of bad eggs. It's likely to be a symptom of a wider problem. Culture change is a beast of a challenge and not something that can be affected quickly or without cost. It requires not just leaders, but the entire organisation to get involved and to support and drive the change. As well as a compelling story, it has to be laid out in simple terms how shifting the culture to a more positive place will help everyone. But what can that look like in action? So we could say A, supporting employees for sure, B, empowering employees, C, encouraging values-driven behaviours, and D, giving people managers a clear framework for engaging their teams, which includes communicating strategic updates, one-to-ones, team briefings, and spontaneous interactions. Yes, I did say spontaneous. I would much prefer to over-egg the support than underplay it. Thank you for listening to this episode of Engagement Express. If you're interested to learn more about the podcast, do reach out to me via LinkedIn at Katasiche. That's I-S-I-C-H-E-I. I'd absolutely love to hear from you. Or you can send me an email at katasiche at wheretolookcoms.co.uk. And remember, opportunities to engage are everywhere. All you need to know is where to look.